A federal indictment issued this week against Hunter Biden alleges that he evaded paying over a million dollars of taxes between 2016 and 2020. If convicted, Hunter Biden could be sentenced to up to 17 years in prison, which would be the first time any Biden has successfully completed a sentence. <laughs> That was a semantic joke. Somebody's going to have to be punished for that one, I think. That's not allowed. A Biden completing a sentence? And Hunter Biden, um, honestly, he did evade $1.664 million. It's, uh, oh, that's, that's his ATM withdrawals. He took $1.664 million out of ATMs over the course of four years. Spent 683000 on prostitutes. Prostitutes? Yes, yes. 188000 on adult entertainment, which everyone believes is internet porn. That's a lot of money on internet porn. Got all that money for hookers and all that money for internet porn. I guess in some way one goes with the other, I guess. But uh, Hunter Biden on his tax charges could face 17 years in prison. I bet he won't do a day. On the gun charges, he could face 25 years in prison. I bet he won't do a day. In fact, the word is today his lawyers are going to petition this week to have the gun charges dropped altogether by his father's Department of Justice. And his father is corrupt, and the attorney general is corrupt, and the FBI is corrupt. So that's kind of crazy. He is, in theory, facing up to, combining the two legal situations, 42 years in prison, where you can still get crack, but... Probably harder to get your Russian hookers and all that stuff. Just uh, just saying. But that's uh, Hunter Biden. They did make a joke about finishing a sentence. That's kind of funny. President Trump today is in New York for yet another court date. And he was scheduled to maybe testify today. But he announced uh, yesterday on his very own social media platform, Truth, he announced that he's not going to testify today in court because he doesn't have to and he already has. So, you know. President Trump, on truth, said, I've already testified to everything and have nothing more to say other than this is a complete and total election interference Biden campaign witch hunt. I will not be testifying on Monday. President Trump said on his own social media platform because he was banned by the social media platform. And so he's a billionaire. He created his own. Not everyone can do that, but Donald Trump can because, you know, everything they've said about him is a lie uh, because they lie about everything. Speaking of lying about everything... Let's go to Jamie Raskin. Jamie Raskin lies about almost everything. He is not a good person, not a truth teller, not an honest man, not even close. And, uh, oh, there is a uh, a funny thing. The New York Post, which is so great. The New York Post front page today 
is giant headline, Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil is the headline with a picture of a Hamas terrorist taking someone away who is doubtless tortured and murdered. GWU, that's George Washington University here in our nation's capital, named for our founding father, George Washington, our first president. And it's an embarrassment now to Western civilization. GWU Medical School Panel defends Hamas's, quote, right of resistance. You see, that's what the terrorists are doing. They're resisting, and that means, like Barack Obama said, they're resisting the occupation. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. For how long has that land been occupied by the Jewish people? Can anyone answer that for me? Because it's been a long time been a long time. Been a long, lonely, lonely, lonely time. Honestly, uh, it goes back thousands of years, obviously. Anybody familiar with the uh, Bible, the Old Testament? Um, <clears throat> anybody? Anybody? Because, you know, we can go back to Solomon, and, and uh, it, it goes way back. For how many years, you might ask? For a lot of years. Thousands and thousands of years. But it doesn't matter because the Democrats can just rewrite history. How many genders are there? They can rewrite science. Please. I think Rashida Tlaib and the squad should be taken off to, I don't think Gitmo's enough. Let's take them to Abu Ghraib. Let's take let's take them to Abu Ghraib, see how they do there. Oh, yeah, the uh, uh, left-winger Rob Reiner, Hollywood, um, you know, uh, uh, born and raised Rob Reiner. Made a couple of funny movies, though. He's got a Twitter account, an X account, and he wrote over the weekend, Christian nationalism, Christian nationalism. This is the big problem in America. Not that he's Jewish, uh, Rob Reiner. Very, very wealthy, his father of course, Carl Reiner, very, very wealthy all through his, his entire life. Christian nationalism is not only a danger to our country, it's a danger to Christianity itself. He's pretending to defend Christianity itself. Our firm, he has a firm, <clears throat> will be coming to theaters in February. Wait, he's got a new motion picture out, Christian Nationalism, a danger to the country, and he's got and he's a filmmaker, so he's made a film about how dangerous Christian nationalism is because Christian nationalism. So he's an anti-Christian bigot. He's Jewish, and he's an anti-Christian bigot. And that's okay because, you know, that's good. And also there was a typo on that. It's a film that he's got that's uh, coming to uh Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Crazy. And in their trailer, they're showing these radical Christian activists, including the father in Virginia whose daughter was sexually assaulted in the girls' room by a boy pretending to be a girl and was protected by the Democrat school administrators in Virginia, who then sent the transgender rapist to another school where he sexually assaulted another girl at the other school. And that is going to, that's what, what Rob Reiner is leading with, these terrible Christians at school board meetings, 
how they be stopped because their transgender sons need to rape girls in high school bathrooms. That's your Rob Reiner of 2023. Pretty appalling stuff. Just appalling. Now, the Dr. Evil on the New York Post, GWU, George Washington University Medical School panel defends Hamas's right of resistance because they've made anti-Semitism and genocidal anti-Semitism fashionable. How is it that the Nazis ever came to power? Well, turn on CNN and find out. Pick up the Washington Post and find out. Now let's go to Jamie Raskin. Jamie Raskin is Jewish, and he's a Democrat member of Congress from Maryland, and he's a radical, he's an extremist. He has no regard for the truth. These are the words that we use now. This is the Democrats. They get to define the landscape. He who controls the terms of the debate controls the debate. And the left has been hell-bent on that for generations now in the United States. Here's Jamie Raskin. He's a Democrat on the uh, college presidents. And um, what a great job they did the other day. And it turns out that apparently Jamie Raskin's a racist, too. He's attacking Elise Stefanik. It's crazy, and 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 there you know never let a crisis go to waste. He throws in his opposition to the Second Amendment in the middle of this irrelevant, confused statement. Well, I'm thinking about it as a father, as a parent. I mean, if my kids have been sent to college at great expense. Uh, like, uh, you know, millions of people across the country. I want to know that if somebody is actually calling for the genocide of the Jews or anybody else on campus, that we've got a college president who will say, quickly get campus police over there. That person could be a danger to other people around them, especially in the age of the AR-15. Ah, in the age of, especially in the age of the AR-15. That's, yeah, because that's, we got to ban the AR-15 because... Democrats are protecting anti-Semites on Democrat-run campuses. Right. I actually went to the extra step of looking up Jamie Raskin and, and where his kids went to college since he talked about his kids going to college at great expense and found a, a sad and tragic story. Actually, he's got uh, two daughters, Hannah and Tabitha, Tabitha from Bewitched, and, uh, and he had a son, Tommy, who grew up in Montgomery County and then went to Amherst College in Mass, which is named for a British lord who is the only person that is known to have handed out smallpox-infected blankets to, blankets to Native Americans. And his son went to Amherst. And then, you'll be surprised to learn, but wait, it gets said, his son then went, went on to Harvard Law School, went on to Harvard Law School, and tragically, Sadly, while his son was at Harvard Law School suffering from depression, he committed suicide at the age of 25, his son. And there he is talking about the college and, and in the AR-15, and it costs a lot of money. And, and what, is he, what is he babbling about? But then he decides to attack Elise Stefanik, who is exposing anti-Semitism on the campuses of Poison Ivy League colleges. Where does Elise Stefanik get off lecturing anybody about anti-Semitism when she's the hugest supporter of Donald Trump who traffics in anti-Semitism all the time? She didn't utter a peep of protest when he had Kanye West and Nick Fuentes over for dinner. Racist. 
Now, first of all, you're a racist for mentioning Kanye West in a negative context. And, and Nick Fuentes, remember President Trump didn't even know who Nick Fuentes was. Nick Fuentes is Latino. You have to, have to have a different accent when you say the word Latino if you're a good leftist. And Nick Fuentes. And uh, Kanye says some wacky things. But he's in real good with the Democrats everywhere you look until it's time to lynch him. And wait a minute. Uh, Elise Stefanik is guilty because Trump, right? Trump is the first president that put Jews on the list of groups of people uh, on whom uh, tax would be considered hate crimes. Obama didn't do that. Trump did that. Clinton didn't do that. Trump did that. Trump is a hero in Israel where they named a town after Trump. Trump's daughter converted to Judaism when she married a conservative Jew. Ipso facto, Trump's grandkids are Jewish, and they're conservative Jews, too, and they practice as conservative Jews. And, um, you know, he's the guy that moved the U.S. embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. He's a hero to Israel and Israel. Oh, and by the way, his son-in-law cobbled together the Abraham Accords, three for peace deals between Arab countries and Israel. And Raskin is such a dishonest miscreant that he attacks Elise Stefanik, accusing him of being close to Trump. And that's bad because Trump traffics in anti-Semitism. Kind of a weird way to traffic in anti-Semitism. Multiple Middle East peace deals. Great friend and ally of uh, Benjamin Netanyahu and of the the state of Israel. Unlike your party, Raskin, the Democrat Party, which is close to burning down the country on behalf of Hamas and corrupting colleges and, and on and on. Raskin is a miscreant, a miscreant. And that's polite, very polite. You know, the holidays are here. Thanksgiving's in the rearview mirror. Time to let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gift shopping this Christmas season. Omaha Steaks has carefully curated gift packages guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com, and right now you're going to save 50% off the entire website, Omaha Steaks. Plus, when you check out, use the promo code PLANTE. That's me, P-L-A-N-T-E. Y-N-E, nobody knows. Use that at checkout, and you're going to get another $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks make great gifts. You're going to be the hero of the dinner table. When they're serving Omaha Steaks, and you're the guy that brought them, right? Send tender, juicy, butcher-cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers. They even have great hot dogs and, and easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in no time at all. Omaha Steaks ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com, use the promo code PLANT at checkout, and you're going to, I got it, it's just wonderful, all kinds of money off. You can thank me later. Visit omahasteaks.com, take 50% off site-wide, and use the code PLANT at checkout for another $30 off your order. A minimum order may apply. Hate stuff, yeah. You're Democrats, just attack. He sees this as an opportunity to attack one of his colleagues because she's, Elise Stefanik, exposing anti-Semitism and holding people accountable. Jamie Raskin doesn't want that because he's a leftist first 
and a bunch of nothing else second. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Where in the world is Matt Lauer? Remember Matt Lauer? The $20 million a year uh, NBC uh, morning anchorman who groped everybody and had the closet full of battery-operated sex toys in his office and the button under the desk that locked the doors so wouldn't women couldn't escape. Well, Matt Lowry, groper, they're all they're groping gropers. You know, they're all over the place. They're, they're Democrats. Matt Lauer and Savannah Guthrie attend same wedding six years after he was fired from today. I can't believe it's been six years since he was fired from today, but okay. Amy Robach, T.J. Holmes, also attended the wedding of Today Show producer Jennifer Long on Saturday. Hey, where in the world is Matt Lee? He showed up. The former co-hosts both attended the wedding of Today Show producer Jennifer Long and her husband, a man, Reed Sterrett. New York City on Saturday. The event marked the first time the two stars, their stars, have been photographed at the same place in public since 2017 when Lauer was fired from his role on NBC Today. That's because he was groping. He was groping all those women. And remember, we had that Pound Me Too thing. Remember Pound Me Too? What happened to that? What happened then? Whereas, uh, you know, they got, uh, I've noticed that Hillary Clinton is going to be campaigning for for Joe Biden and his campaign. What about Tara Reid? Shouldn't they ask Tara Reid, who was sexually assaulted by Joe Biden while she worked for him in the Senate? Shouldn't she be campaigning for him too? Maybe that's not going to happen. Possible. I've got Hunter Biden for you. Hunter Biden coming up. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right. Now, I want to get to this crazy Hunter Biden guy because Hunter Biden went and did an interview with a, uh, uh, I guess, a former musical act who uh, did quite well for a period of time. Moby is his name. And Moby did an interview with Hunter Biden. And the, uh, the interview is noteworthy for a number of reasons. First of all, Hunter Biden is supposed to be testifying on Capitol Hill this week 
under oath in closed door session, in a closed session, not in public hearing. And the left is very crazy about everything, including this. And they say, well, I don't know if he's going to show up. Well, it's, you know, it's not a dinner invitation. It's a congressional subpoena. Show up and they well, we'll testify in open session, but not in closed session. Well, you don't actually get to decide. You're not the boss of Congress, even though your dad is the president. And he's kind of accustomed to all this uh, stuff. But, but the headline uh, from The Guardian in the United Kingdom, which noticed the interview, quote, they're trying to kill me, end quote. Hunter Biden talks with Moby about right-wing vendetta against him. Everything is a lie with these people, I got to tell you. Um, they're not that dumb, although some of them are that dumb. But it's a it's kind of an amazing story. And um, CNN noticed it for a minute, too. Quote, they're trying to destroy a presidency after four years where they did everything within their corrupt powers to destroy a presidency, the presidency of, of Donald Trump. And Politico, they're trying to kill me. They're tra- this is the, these are the, all the headlines have quotes from Hunt, Hunter Biden because he did a, an interview with, with Moby, Moby, on a podcast, honestly. I think every Uber driver has a podcast at this point. Isn't that true? So Hunter Biden whines media and those terrible right-wingers trying to kill him, wreck his father Joe's presidency in interview with Moby. Wow. Want some cheese with that wine, Hunter? Petulant first son Hunter Biden complained that the Post, the New York Post, and other media outlets are trying to destroy his father's presidency, dox his family, and potentially kill him during an interview with podcaster and uh, vegan techno DJ Moby. I didn't know he was a vegan, nor do I care. Uh, Published hours after Hunter Biden was hit with a federal indictment alleging tax evasion and other crimes, the 53-year-old Hunter Biden crackhead Russian stripper Dayton stripper knocker-upper uh, whatever he is. So there he is at a nearly 80 minutes, about 80 minutes about his history of alcohol, drug addiction, his frustration with the media, political spotlight, and concerns about his 81-year-old father's political future. So um, let's go to let's go to some of the audio here, the Moby Moby podcast talking to Hunter Biden, who took a little time off from being a world-class painter. Now, again, he's got gun charges. He's got the tax evasion charge. And he, of course, should have the Foreign Agents Registration Registry Act. Uh, FARA violations should be charged as well. But he's got friends in in high places. I'm Picasso! And he... uh, (laughs) So let's go to let's go to um, uh, the the Moby because um, honestly, this whole thing is is so embarrassing. Hunter Biden talking to Moby on his podcasts, um, and those darn Republicans. See, here's the here's the thing. All of this it's, it's never been about Hunter Biden. It's about the Biden family corruption and the front companies and the millions coming from China and the millions coming from Ukraine and the millions coming from Russia. 
all funneling into the Biden family coffers and being distributed. And years ago now, I think, Tony Bobulinski, CEO of one of the many Biden corporations, came forward when the, remember when the FBI was uh, concealing the laptop and the intelligence community led by the Communist Party voter, John Brennan, penitentiary face Brennan. They were all lying to us in that letter signed by 51 criminals uh, saying, oh, it has all the earmarks of Russian disinformation and throwing the election, throwing the presidential election in the United States of America. If only we had a news media, what a field day they have with a story like that. It's always been about the money going to Biden and about bribery, which is a specifically impeachable offense. It's about political corruption. Remember, Barack Obama famously said, never underestimate Joe, no, never underestimate Joe Biden's ability to beep things up. I can't use the word that he used because it's restricted by the FCC. And uh, here is Hunter Biden with Moby. They are trying to, in the in in their most uh, illegitimate way, but most illegitimate. rational way, they're R- trying rational. to destroy a presidency. And so it's not about me. In their most base way, what they're trying to do is they're trying to kill me, knowing that it will be a pain greater than my father could be able to handle. How is holding you accountable for $1.6 million in uh, whatever? I think it's $1.4 million in tax evasion. It's $1.6 million in ATM withdrawals. That's the, that's the thing there. They're trying to kill me because they know my father couldn't handle it. Then Joe would say that Hunter was killed in Iraq, which uh, is another story altogether. And there, it's it's what it's rational, and it's uh, the guy is just his brain is broken like his father's. In the most base way, they're trying to destroy a presidency. They're trying to hold politicians accountable. They're using the power of the Congress under the Constitution to investigate political corruption by your father, who is the president of the United States and was vice president of the United States, and before that was a senator since shortly after the Civil War. And, you know, you, you great American, kicked out of the Navy for repeated cocaine abuses. His father had to pull strings to even get him into the Navy. I actually know people that were involved in that. And uh, Hunter Biden, they're trying to kill me because it will destroy my father. My father couldn't handle it. And that's what those terrible Republicans are doing, see? And it gets better and crazier because Hunter Biden, um, again, it was penitentiary face Brennan who literally voted for the Communist Party candidate for the president of the United States, Gus Hall, and bragged about it for years, and then was made CIA director by Barack Obama, whose mentor as a teen was Frank Marshall Davis, a leader and member of the American Communist Party. And now here comes Hunter Biden, Mr. Bill's dog and um, Nazis. Everybody's Nazis. It's it, these people, the Socialist Workers Party of of Adolf Hitler and Hunter, the crackhead, Russian hooker, Dayton stripper, knocker upper, son of the president. Idea that 
Which, by the way, this whole idea that this this may not, in every aspect, be a Russian disinformation campaign, but it has literally every earmark <laughs> of what the Russians did. Yeah. There's, um, what's it called? It's called uh, eliminationist rhetoric. Eliminationist rhetoric was something that the Nazis came up with as a as a tool to to undermine uh, their political rivals. And then Putin has fine-tuned it. And what Putin did when he was coming to power in the early 2000s was there were still some real significant voices of some and some with real money and intellectual public standing inside of Russia or living as expatriates that were speaking out against Putin. So what did he do? He didn't argue with them on the merits. He didn't argue with them about economic policy and democracy and the freedom to vote because he knew he'd lose that argument. So what did he do? He labeled them pedophiles. He planted child pornography on their laptops and their computers. And so maybe only 10% of the people then in the public would believe this. But then when he would turn around after he got 10, 15, 20% of the people believe in the worst thing you can possibly think about a human being. Then when he turns around and said, and also he's a money launderer and he is against the Russian people. It's a lot easier for them to believe that. Uh, sorry, what? Uh, is this the party of Jeffrey Epstein and Lolita One and the private island and Senator Dick Durbin won't release the flight logs so we can see all of the people that flew on Jeffrey Epstein's jet to his private island for all the underage sex? Is that really what you're talking And Putin and it, it may not be. He concedes. It may not be. Right? What do you mean it may? You're still pretending you don't know whether it's your laptop or not? It may not be. Maybe, maybe not. Well, all those videos that you posted where the camera's in your hand and then it's uh, transferred to your laptop. Just a couple of minor details here. And uh, Putin, but Putin is a commie. And uh, you guys are damn close. And by the way, there is another headline today. Vladimir Putin's main political rival, Alexei Navalny, disappears. How could he disappear? He was in jail. It's actually a penal colony because they have gulags there. Vladimir Putin's main political rival, Alexei Navalny, has disappeared from a penal colony in the east of Moscow. Gee, I wonder what could have happened to him since commies are only good at a couple of things. But that, uh, that Hunter Biden stuff with Moby, absolutely uh, crazy. And eliminationist rhetoric. Eliminate. Nobody's ever heard of this. I've studied propaganda exhaustively for decades. Eliminationists, you know, just because reading the Washington Post largely. Eliminationist rhetoric, and Putin fine-tuned it, you see. It, it may not be. He says it, it may not be Russian disinformation. He's still leaving some shadow of a doubt. Maybe that laptop isn't mine, and those videos are all deep fakes, and and all the testimony from the CEOs and the whistleblowers at the IRS and the FBI, maybe it's all just something that it doesn't appear to be. Hunter Biden, then how dare Elon Musk take Twitter away from the Democrats uh, and 
advocate free speech. And then you have the people that are the most culpable of all. You have the people that literally just love to feed it because they think that it is some kind of a game. Mm -hmm. They think that it is some, like the one thing about Elon Musk that I'm certain of is there's another very damaged human being. Yes. And he is, I say that he is the dumbest smart person I think that the world has ever known. (laughs) To be fair, there are a lot of dumb smart people. No, I know, but he now represents me. Murdoch is upset. You know. But you know what? It's like Elon Musk doesn't care about the goddamn First Amendment. He doesn't care about anybody but himself. And so all of this idea that he's a champion for the First Amendment and blah, 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 blah. Elon Musk doesn't care about democracy. Elon Musk doesn't care about our freedom to vote. He doesn't care about that. Is there any time that you've ever saw anything from him that has any rational defense of democracy, of what we've created here as Americans, as his adopted country? Yeah, everything he's doing is uh, standing up for Western values and American values. You, on the other hand, are a crackhead and a criminal. And uh, Russian hooker, Dayton uh, stripper, knocker upper, uh, paternity suit denying uh, criminal. And... Honestly, he throws in the kitchen sink with uh, everything there and Putin and Musk and we got Nazis and we got, uh, you know, all this uh, stuff. Yeah, he's a, a Nazi. Said so just everybody just calls everybody Nazis now. It works out better that way. Amazing stuff. And your father, well, his brain, she's a no good. She's a broke. She's a no work. I like her. She's supposed to. Uh, Hunter Biden and um, those terrible, awful Republicans. And again, the Biden family got millions of dollars from Ukraine. For what? Joe Biden ordered the country to fire the prosecutor that was investigating corruption at Burisma Natural Gas Company. Burisma National Gas Company CEO has said very publicly that he paid Joe Biden $5 million. He called it a bribe. And that he separately paid Hunter Biden $5 million. He called it a bribe. And that is, aside from that $10 million, he also paid Hunter Biden and his friend Devin Archer a million dollars a year, just barely shy of a million dollars a year, for a no-show job on the board of Burisma. And those darn Republicans, remember President Trump made a call because the FBI wasn't looking into it. And here comes Hunter uh, with... Yes, that you Ukraine again. You guys keep bringing up Russia as though there's you know uh, Russia, 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 Russian collusion. A uh, Hunter Biden talking to Moby. I turned on ABC Face Nation this morning, or see, and they're talking about well Hunter Biden's plea deal and this, that, and the other thing, and who knows what happens with James Comer, and they may find. Are you kidding me? I mean, I really just like okay, we're going to talk about Ukraine again, really, yeah. <laughs> really. They just say ABC face the nation, but face the nation is CBS. ABC is this week. So you'd think 40 years into this, 53 years into this, he'd know the difference between face the nation and a CBS show. And this week on ABC, you'd think, but you'd be wrong. Crack is a terrible thing. And as they say, a brain is a terrible thing to waste. The Biden family excels at wasting brains. (laughs) 
You know, I think I think I want to do a little uh, little more a uh, hunter uh, button. Let's go to soundbite number six. Number six. I don't know if we're going to get to Anthony Blinken. Excuse me, Anthony. Anthony Blinken. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney is a Republican from the state of New York, and and uh, you know the. Hunter Biden's out there doing the Moby podcast and the news media is smoothing things over and uh, sweeping it under the rug. And and the the whole point is the millions and millions of dollars that came in and what Joe Biden with his multi, you know, his several houses at, at millions of dollars each on a government salary, which doesn't make a lot of sense. He had no other source of income. His family has no known line of work other than politics. They're not in the construction or oil development or any business, yet they get millions and millions of dollars from Ukraine and from China and from Russia. And we're not supposed to bat an eye. We're supposed to say, oh, that's fine. That's, what's the problem with that? Claudia Tenney, um, and then they say, oh, don't be mean to Hunter. He's a drug addict. He's a very, very successful drug addict. He makes more money than some cartel leaders in Mexico, but but never mind that. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. I think it's actually cruel that the president of the United States would use his son, obviously a troubled person with drug problems, to be the proxy for all these things. And I think that's what it's really about. I don't think it's, I, I really think we need to point at that. Not only that, James Biden received money, all of the Bidens received money, and James Comer has the receipts. James Comer, Chairman Comer, has the receipts. Uh, great and wonderful Florida Congressman Byron Donalds also over the weekend. We're expecting Hunter Biden to show up on Capitol Hill and testify behind closed doors under oath this week. The Democrats are trying to prevent it because they're obstructionists and they don't believe in our republic. Over the next month or two, we're going to finish our investigation. I do believe at that point it's going to be crystal clear that there are articles of impeachment that should be drafted for Joe Biden because, number one, he accepted bribes through his family from foreign nations, especially China and others. Number two, he knew that his brother and his son were violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act. I believe that's enough to, to draft articles of impeachment against Joe Biden, and I believe that is going to happen in the House of Representatives in the spring. In the House of Representatives in the spring, impeachment hearings, uh, Joe Biden, Byron Donalds, a serious man. Oh, our Democrat Party. Whack a doodle do. Crazier than anybody. Extraordinary. Well, they, uh, they left me with a whole lot that I didn't get to again today because they give me too much. I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.